1: Welcome to OK Sis. We are two cultural observers and curious minds who happen to be related. I'm Scout. And I'm Maddie. Get ready for some serious sororal energy as
0: we chat about and comment on one another's current fixation of the week. Ready, ready sisters?
1: sisters? Welcome back to OK Sis. It's Maddie.
0: And I am Scout. And I promised I wouldn't do this again on my last recording, but considering the circumstances of the world, we're here remotely recording this.
1: Yes, we, oi, oi to the world,
0: Scout. Oi <laughs> to the world. I can't see you, Mads. I just am upset about it. I was supposed to be in LA this week, but obviously that's been canceled, and I miss you a lot.
1: Yeah, we're just, we've been going with the flow these past couple weeks. We were sick, now it's corona time, and we, you know what, we are adaptable to the environment. We're malleable. We adjust to the current situation and the times, and it ain't stopping us. Yeah, so we wanted to.
0: One, obviously, we hope you guys are all being safe, social distancing, et cetera. Not panicking too much because you know there's only so much that we can do to help this. But we just wanted to let you guys know that we are committed to putting out content because you guys are going to be home and needing to do something. So we're going to provide that okay sis content. But. Um, obviously we record in person with our guests, and so since that is not happening and we really don't vibe with the remote recording, Mads and I are going to be together this week and we are going to film a bunch, uh, film, record a bunch of solo episodes, Fix Me Ups. Um, so go to our secret Facebook group, OK Sisters, and let us know what you want us to talk about.
1: Yeah, you can also DM us any questions. We'll post a story, um, about it, but, um... Yeah, we, we tend, to, if you're not familiar with our face-me-ups, we tend to dive deep into a specific topic, whether it's mental health, busy bragging, Um, um what other things have we done?
0: I don't know. Pop culture updates. Yeah.
1: So- it's really anything um, that we we either want to learn more about, so we do some research and um, give you guys actionable steps, or it's something that we feel very passionate. So just expect a lot of that over the next couple weeks. It's just gonna be us too. Um, but yeah, because think- we
0: don't we don't batch our episodes in the sense that like a lot of podcasters will have like three months of episodes. We like to keep it super current, so we don't really have anything in the backlog right now. So yeah.
1: Anyways, so I think everyone please just wash your hands, stay inside, which is like literally my dream come true. Um just, you know, I think I've been the anxiety has been um out of control on my end. Um I'm trying to keep it keep it leveled. Um I think there's just a lot of fear-based content and Information, you know, spreading. I think we're all very, very much more connected now than ever. And just because we have all this time on our hands and we are social distancing, we're turning our social lives onto the internet, and it can create some misinformation and uh, fear. So just take, take, you know, take everything you learn um, with a grain of salt. Do your own research, and I mean, just try to take deep breaths, man. I'm like. I don't
0: know. I'm it's feeling a little weird. It's so interesting for me because obviously you all know I suffer from mental illness and anxiety and stuff. And when I suffer from anxiety with things that are not tangible, so like stuff that actually isn't happening, right? So it's all figment of my imagination. So when something actually happens, like our parents' divorce or coronavirus, I'm actually pretty good at being calm, which is so weird. I'm not really that anxious, like every now and then I'll be like, oh my God, but I'm really I'm I'm pretty okay, you know, I'm just gonna ride the wave. There's I practice stoicism and one of the main philosophies of stoicism and Alcoholics Anonymous is the serenity prayer. God grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, courage to change the things that I can and the wisdom to know the difference. So I know what I can't change, I know what I can change, and I'm just gonna focus on what I can do and the rest I'm gonna leave it up to Hush.
1: Hashem, Hashem means God in uh, Hebrew. But yeah, I think this this is really testing my uh, my sense of control. I am a control freak. I get very anxious when things are not within my sphere of control, and uh, this this week has been testing that for sure. I think acceptance is also a huge topic that I've been exploring. Self acceptance, and now it's more so about um, environment acceptance, you know, what is happening in, in the, in the immediate, uh, environment. Also
0: one thing that I'm doing, because the only thing I'm worried about is my mental sanity being cooped up all the time. So what I'm doing is I'm treating Monday through Friday, just like a regular weekday. I'm waking up at the same time. I'm doing my morning routine. I'm starting to work at nine, you know, like try to find a routine that you can do that kind of makes you feel as if you're still a functioning member of society, even though you're staying inside, because that's going to really anger you during this time. Because staying at home for weeks on end can be very mentally troubling to a lot of people like myself. So make sure you have routines and systems in place and stick to them. You know, like Monday through Friday, I'm waking up at 6.30 to 7 every morning. I'm doing my morning routine and then I'm getting to work by 9.00. So um that is my suggestion for those who are afraid that they're gonna go a little stir crazy or their mental health is gonna suffer. Just make sure you have your routines in place.
1: Agreed. I think it's gonna be really challenging for me because I'm I'm very um I don't know if I should be working out at these boutique studios. It's been very hard for me because I'm not really a home at home workout person. I'm not even a gym person. I need someone yelling at me. So that's gonna be something. And I know that, I mean, it feels like super, you know, self-involved to talk about that, but, um, working yeah, out. So that's, that's your, important. that's your mental clarity. Exactly. So not being able to do that, oof, I'm going to need to either find an alternative or I haven't, I haven't really, uh,
0: put your ballas on, get your ballas on and do yes, your- I Actually,
1: I was actually thinking about that. I, I got my ballas.
0: Okay. Maybe I'll do some workouts and some yeah. leg lifts. Yeah, you're good at the 10-minute abs situation. You could do some YouTube 10-minute abs.
1: Yeah, you'll figure,
0: it. you'll figure it out. Um, anyways, uh, let's move on to some housekeeping. Obviously, I like to do this really quickly. If you guys are craving more OKSIS content, we have an Instagram at OKSIS Podcast. It's popping off. We have a secret Facebook group, OK OKSisters, um, also popping off. We have a newsletter that you can sign up um, at OKSISpodcast.com. And all these links are in the show notes. And um, we still have, I think this is like the last day you can get our growing the Label and OKSIS sweatshirts and sweatsuit that Mads is currently wearing. It says, support your sisters. I'm living in the pants. Like I can't, they're the best sweatpants ever. I can't take them off. Um, so that's also going to be linked in the show notes. And um, obviously, if you like OKSIS, and you're like, girls are going crazy in their house, uh, recommend us to one of your friends and rate, review, subs- no, subscribe, rate, review, Woohoo!
1: That was it. Subscribe, rate, review, Woohoo!
0: Yeah, because it means the world to us when we get an extra rating or a review. Although, can we, um, have you read the recent review, Mads? No. Can you
1: read
0: oh. it out loud? Yeah, I'm going to read it out loud because it is a good one, let me tell you. Okay. The, t- the subject is love in uppercase with an exclamation mark from Dan's Banans. And it says, I love this podcast so much. Just wish Maddie would tone it down with the octave level so my ears don't burst. Winky face.
1: <laughs> I'm trying to contain my volume at the moment, but thanks, Dan's, for the tip. Well, uh,
0: no, you need to learn some microphone etiquette, dude. <laughs>
1: The reason I screeched last time was, one, we did not have microphones, and two, you, it was a very big surprise, and I just can't contain myself sometimes, you know? I will
0: say that it wasn't just last episode. I think she's talking in general.
1: But I am an eccentric person, and I'm not going to apologize for that. I understand that people's eardrums are hurting as a result, but you know what? I'm trying my best, okay?
0: Okay. I'm going to continue to make you work on it, because I worked on my vocal fry, let me tell you.
1: This is true. I need to compromise in some situations.
0: Yes, you do for the, for the preservation of our listeners.
1: Also follow Uh us on TikTok because I have a feeling I'm going to be learning a lot of TikToks, um, Mm -hmm. time of isolation. And also it's a full on workout to learn to TikTok dance. So that might be my, uh, my exchange of workouts instead of boutique.
0: That sounds good. Okay. Anyways, let's get into this episode.
1: Oh my gosh so today we have the glorious the the uh, ever powerful and beautiful Lauren from Queen V. So Queen V is a line of you know vaginal and wellness products for women and she was just such a gem. She created this company essentially straight out of college and we talk about not only the ups and downs of being an entrepreneur as we typically do but um, also the the lack and the lack of uh, education but also products targeted towards women's vaginas and she was really the first person Queen V was really the first um, of these of these product lines to um, penetrate the market you know you see a lot of a lot of these types of companies popping off now but she was really the um, pioneer if you will and she is committed to making these products so accessible. So, um, she was, yeah. she was a, she's a, uh, we have a mutual best friend, which we should talk about. So there's a lot of, um, sisterly banter that goes on in this
0: episode and it's a, it's a good one. Yeah. I've been using the deodorizing spray. It smells like rose water. And then all of a sudden my vagina smells like rose water. It's amazing.
1: I mean, is there anything better than a vagina smelling like rose water?
0: I'm not no, sure. That's, that's like literally the ultimate goal of being a woman.
1: Right. Right. Is to you have vagina. A vagina.
0: That smells
1: Mallard. like water. Yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah. Yeah. So anyway, sisters, enjoy this episode and stay safe, stay healthy, stay inspired, and we will chat next week.
1: Lauren Steinberg, a valley girl at heart, was born and raised in Los Angeles. Growing up, she always had an entrepreneurial spirit and knew she was destined to start her own company, but never imagined it would be the first millennial-focused feminine wellness brand, Queen V. As the daughter of a gynecologist and a fertility specialist, you could say that feminine wellness was always part of Lauren's life. As she grew up, she started to develop infections down there, a.k.a. her queen V. Lauren had no clue what was causing these problems, and after talking to her gynecologist and friends, she realized she wasn't alone. After trying and failing to find healthy products to nourish her Queen V, Lauren noticed that nothing on the shelves was affordable, empowering, or fun. So she set out to design a line of products that are natural, convenient, easy to understand, and beautifully designed. Lauren created Queen V in hopes to empower women to become educated about their health and inspire them to use their voice to pursue something they are passionate about. Because let's face it, when women feel their best, they can take on the world. Without further ado, Lauren! I'm here. Hey. <laughs> She's here. Her queen bee is here. All of
2: our, All queen, of our bees queen bees are here. here. Yeah, and I'm on my period, too, so it's
1: perfect. It's like an Ooh. elevated queen bee situation. Dude, I love it.
0: haven't gotten my period in so long.
1: So we are both on the IUD. Yeah. So I literally never get my period it's actually incredible but there's a lot oh, of other nice. side there's a lot of other I side effects that's are like not, not good. supposed yeah it's not the best for you yeah but
0: hey we're you know i mean who knows who
1: diet coke <laughs> is bad for you too so yeah so we're like all the living. air that we breathe yeah exactly um so a little backstory lauren and i have a mutual best friend miss brett merman oh my god shout brett. out Woo-hoo. she doesn't listen but if she, she does, doesn't <laughs> listen
2: to your podcast brett does not listen
1: to our <laughs> I'm podcast joking, I'm joking. she's gonna get so pissed when she hears it i thought Hi she brett. listened to every episode um, she'll definitely listen to this one. Hello, Brett. We love you. Thank you for introducing us. And um, you are now a girl boss to you know the stars. I'm just a boss. That is, yes. We don't need to put I'm the girl just before a boss.
0: <laughs> and again, the, the dogs are. But like in my defense, she's totally riling her up right now. I Uh, know Lauren loves her. No, I
2: love dogs. I have a 65 pound golden doodle. So to be able to play with like a little little puppy. Dude, you can like throw her
0: on the bed. You know, when she's annoying, I just kind of like throw her onto a pillow. Um, (laughs) Scout?
2: What Sh- like is like this animal
0: foot, abuse? Like one or two feet, nothing major. Okay. Um. All right. Should we do current fixation? Yes. All right. So my current fixation right now is the podcast the Ed let show, and it's super interesting because I've had this realization. First of all, Ed let is he's like a transformation coach. I don't know. He's super wealthy, and he um. <laughs> is that like part of his, his brand? brand I yeah. I got he that. has like a jet and stuff, and he has a house. Um looking overlooking the beach in Laguna Beach and he records all of his podcast episodes overlooking the ocean goals yeah, and wow. um he just brings on the most insane people and there's, some, there's something I've realized about myself. So I'm all about women, right? Like m- my business is female centered. This podcast is female centered. My whole life has been super female centered. But for some reason I really am attracted to masculine energy when it comes to podcasts and motivational speakers. So like I love Tony Robbins. I love Gary Vee. I love Ed Milet. And so I listened to Rachel Hollis on Ed Milet podcast and I was like, oh, well, she's really cool too. So I should try her out. And I listened to Rachel Hollis's podcast, but like without Ed Milet let I
1: wasn't like it's so because into you it. um the reason that you like that energy is because it's you're into hustle culture so it's very aggressive and it's very intense and I think you need that because you're more of like slow-paced individual whereas with me I'm always looking to like bring the energy down yeah I need someone and to low out yeah. and like I don't I do not resonate with that energy at all so like when you tell me you are like obsessed with Gary V I'm like oh my god that like is completely not what I, I need something,
0: to. I need something to up my energy so much. But also the stuff that he says and he's so passionate. Like I love listening to people who are so fucking amped on life, right? Like w- going to work in the morning and end my let's like, that's the fucking best thing I've ever heard. Like, oh my God, man, I'm so high. Like it's just, it's just amazing. But the stuff they're saying is so good. Like listen to the, Darman man one the inky johnson one the marie for leo one there's so many amazing he's amazing i i really? me and naomi listen to him and we'll be like texting each other like did you fucking listen i are we sure this guy's not on drugs no he's amazing i Ugh. screenshot points in the podcast and then go back in and write down quotes
1: oh my god he's amazing wow okay it's like, like a berry's bootcamp. yeah i was gonna say which is like so not your vibe but okay whatever gets it you. it is my
0: vibe though that's my podcast vibe. i
1: know
0: OK A Y S I
3: S.
1: Let getting dressed be one less thing to worry about.
3: Ah, mmm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at Caskers.com.
1: My current fixation. I'm so excited to talk about this. Have you guys seen To All the Boys I Love Before, P.S. I Still Love You? No, we have not. I've seen the first one. Okay, but
0: you haven't seen no. P.S. I Still Love You? I forgot to check on you to see if you were well.
1: Yes. So uh, this podcast is coming out a little after this, but uh, it just came out, the sequel, for those who don't know. And um, it's the consensus is that it's awful, okay. which like, I okay. think we all expected because the first one was so incredible. Um, What's the chemistry like between the two of them? So the whole premise of the movie is that another guy that she wrote a letter to comes into the picture they end up volunteering together and they're much more compatible they're both kind of like nerdy and have m- definitely more similar interests than her and Peter Kravinsky. and you know she starts to flirt with him and then it gets you know out of hand she kisses him then her and Noah are fighting and it's the just classic story so they make Noah well sorry I keep saying Noah Peter Kavinsky like a douchebag, right? Because he's like that jock and he's like, oh, I don't care about school and Lana Condor is like, oh, that's like all I care about. So, um, I just don't like that they made me hate Noah a little bit and that really concerned me. And hmm. yeah, I know you don't have anything to contribute to this conversation, but I would recommend everyone see it because there is a beautiful love Isn't there scene. a
0: third coming? There sure is.
1: Oh, and wow. Yeah, there's uh, a... Commitment. They made a
0: commitment to that movie. Of course.
1: Course. look at what happened to that first one it blew up yeah yeah so i mean peter gavinsky is as charming as ever does I he have the shaved head in the movie he does not have the shaved uh, head thank I'm god out. oh i'm out you want you the, want shaved, the head? shaved head yeah oh my god gives him some character oh god, god. but, but his like his I hair feel, is so luscious oh my god i feel like he looks like a mole rat right now because he's like bulking up he's in some marvel something i'm just Ooh, like not attracted marvel. to
2: him me either weird, weird? Oh no
1: i'm not attracted to him either you weren't even
0: attracted to him in the first movie. No. I was attracted to their chemistry. Like that jacuzzi scene was hot. Whew. But I was never like, "Oh, Noah Centineo." Like, yeah, I think he's like twelve. Oh you know what God. I mean? So Maddie like, likes Timothy Chalamet, who oh. literally looks like a <laughs> prepubescent <laughs> boy. Like Timothy I mean, Chalamet, I'm all. like, it's
1: like pedophilia in my mind. So I was just listening to a podcast uh, on The Ringer that I love, and they were like, "I was just at Juusta this past weekend." And Timothy Chalamet was there. And I texted Brett right away. And I was like, "Timothy Chalamet was at Juista. Where the fuck were we? Why weren't we there? We were so pissed. So now we're just going to go stake out at Juista and just see if we can find him.
0: Oh. Oh, (laughs) my God. I had a dream that I was on texting basis with Bill Hader and that we were going to have a meeting together.
1: So, Lauren, some backstory. I am... So these are like her celebrity crush. So those are the three. She has those so are the, many. No, 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 no. Those are the three: Bill Hader, Noah Centineo, and Timmy Chalmé. Okay. I'm like ride or die. I know. I'm they trying have, to figure out mine. What, who are you? Who there's are your No bed
2: diagram. <laughs> so who are your? Who are yours? Mine are embarrassing too. I like Jimmy Kimmel and Jimmy Fallon.
1: Okay, that's fine.
2: Okay, okay. I'm
0: into it. I'm into Jimmy Kimmel. So wait, which is the one that's the non-family-friendly one? I always get the Fal- Kimmel. Kill it, Kimmel. Kimmel's ABC. No, they're, bo- they're both. They're both pretty, pretty yeah. PG. The one that's not friends with Justin Timberlake.
1: No, um. So no, so Kimmel is the one in LA. He's a little chubbier, but he got skinny. He does the Bachelor stuff, not on SNL, right? No, 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 no. that's Fallon. Yeah, he's yeah. in New York. Okay, so Kimmel. Yeah.
0: I really liked him, and then I found out that he was a part of a show called The Dude Show. Have you heard of that? It what? is okay. So Adam put it on on Netflix. It this is the fucking. Is this is an old show. Yes, this is an old <laughs> Lauren show. Lord, like, listen to this. <laughs> listen this. It came out in the <laughs> '90s. It's called The Dude Show with Adam Carolla and Jimmy. Which one? Kimmel. Kimmel. And, Wait, and they're just like, listen, up. they're just bros drinking beers. There's no these, way this is Jimmy with Kimmel. With all these girls in bikinis and big boobs jumping on trampolines, like I fucking kid you not. Adam what is was it like, called? I used to watch Wait, it all the time. What is it called? I almost the Dude Club. What is it? The Dude Show. The Dude Show. Or the Man Show. The Dude Show. I don't know. Type it in. Write in Adam Carolla. And I literally told Adam I was going to write a letter to Netflix to get this fucking off their streaming Should because we?
1: it's disgusting.
2: That's so sad. I, I also like John Ham though. So was, uh, John oh, Ham? John, John Hamm, love John Ham. I love. I
1: think he's a universal. I love. He's a universal. People can. You can't argue that he is not very attractive.
2: I love yeah. him. Like yeah. I saw him one time Ooh. when I worked at CA. He was in the lobby with a baseball cap. Oh my god. Oh my god. Yeah. It was great.
1: just. <laughs> I mean that that would be like when if I saw Bill Hader, I I don't know what I would do. I would yeah. start crying. Yeah. All Did right. you look up the show? Yeah, but it's not coming up. I think you're lying. The man show. Okay, the man show. Or Hold the on. guy
0: show. This is oh. very important. Just The type guy in, show? No, just type in Adam hey. Carolla, oh, <laughs> too. <laughs> Luna just tried to bite this off this. This is a this. circus. Okay, the man show. <laughs> <laughs> I got it. I got yes. it. I'm here. Okay, I'm here. Now look at some images. I'm here. It's appalling.
2: Why do I feel like I'm going to like it? Hold You're on. not.
0: It's so misogynistic. It's yep, that's like Jimmy Kimmel. Fuck oh, but <laughs> he looks
2: so bad. Wait, he, is that Charlotte from... Oh, no, it's not. I thought this that was- is... Uh, this must be a joke. No, it's not. I he watched an episode. Sweet. It was I'm like an actual
0: show on on the was this cable. Before?
2: Was this on the cable? Oh my God. Was
0: they this sat before? there and drank beers, and girls in like cheerleading oh outfits would jump God. on trampolines. So but but that? he looks
1: so bad. Yeah, yeah I, I think they were making fun of themselves. He aged twelve. This was this was definitely satire. There's no way they like this is a show. This funny. was the '90s, dude. I okay. I think it's supposed. to be. Actually, Adam Carolla is uh, pretty controversial, though. Okay, we're going to move on. But yes, Jimmy Kimmel, looking great now. Yeah. Okay, Lauren, what's your current
2: fixation? <laughs> John Ham, no. Um, you know, I had a hard time with this because I love so many things right now. And I could just talk about things for days. But I felt like I wanted people to like walk away with something that they wanted to try. Mm-hmm. So obviously, I love my weighted blanket. That was a It was a toss-up. I like my weighted blanket a lot. But I feel like people talk about that. So, do you guys know about Sephora Play? No. No. Thank goodness. I knew you wouldn't. (laughs) Thank Otherwise, there'd be no conversation. You'd be like, I love Sephora Play. And then you'd be like, moving on. Okay. So, Sephora Play is a subscription. This is not sponsored. Um, Sephora Play is a subscription box. You pay $10 a month. And it comes with, like, five little samples of just new skincare makeup products that are So, it's kind of like Birchbox. Yeah. But I feel like. Birchbox and fab fit fun mm-hmm. like the products kind of just like add up and you just have like a, a bunch of like crap sure, in your sure, bathroom sure. and you're just like i don't want to unsubscribe this is like really cool wow. it's like really good products wow Ooh, i would totally sign up I for this totally. and it's all travel size so you can bring it with you on the road and for me like i travel oh. all the time so i it's I, incredible i fuck up that sephora travel section when you're in the line I spent, that's where I spent all my money. You're gonna freak out. $10. When
1: did this launch? Did this I just don't, happen? Is it $10 wise? plus
2: shipping? No, it's like, I think it's just like 10 10.99 10. maybe. We I don't know. I need this. to, yeah, that's amazing. It's incredible. Like, I'm obsessed with it. Wow.
1: Why You're welcome. Why aren't
2: they marketing yeah. this more? I don't know. I, think I haven't that gotten they, an email. I didn't get an email. My two best friends were like both using the same mini thing when we were on vacation. I was like, yeah the are the so odds? What is this? They're like Sephora Play. So now everyone here So knows you just go on
0: to Sephora.com? Yeah, I think. Just type in Sephora, Sephora Play. Play, I'm sure. Okay, signing up tonight. That's I'm a sure very hot it. tip. I'm that is exciting. That
1: was a good one. That was a really good Incredible one. Incredible current fixation. One yeah, that I will actually, go and yeah, for purchase. Sure. For, for sure. sure. Okay, let's get into Queen V. Yay. Um, so we talked about this a little bit in the bio, but how- what a fancy bio I have, right? I know. You
0: really It do. was really amazing.
1: I mean, you have a whole a story valley girl arc. at heart. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> the valley girl it's so dramatic. <laughs> I mean, I mean, that's where you're from. Own it. Like, totally. Yeah, <laughs> like, totally. Um, so talk to us about what Queen V is. Like, define it, the name, the brand itself. Like, what is it? That
2: is a question, isn't yeah. it? Um, Queen V has gone through a lot of iterations. I would say when I first started the company, the tagline was we are a millennial focused feminine wellness company. That was like year one. And I feel like now, you know, feminine wellness, the word feminine in general is just such a broad term. So I kind of like to say we're self care for everywhere. Oh, I love that. Self care for everywhere. It rhymes a little bit too. So I feel like it goes. Um, so broadening, that's broadening, yeah. Yeah, so that's kind of where we're at um, right now with Queen V. Um, but for me, like vaginas are my specialty, and that's kind of where the idea was born. I say I've been around vaginas my entire life, not only because I'm a female, but my dad's a gynecologist as well. So for me, growing up, vaginas were just something that was always talked about. And as I got older, I started to get infections down there. I didn't know what was wrong with me. I would do that, like, awkward thing. I'd call my mom be like, Mom, like, this is what's going on. Can you ask Dad, but don't say it's me? Like, <laughs> literally the most awkward thing ever. Finally, I went to a gynecologist to explain things like pH balance and why you should be taking a probiotic, things I didn't even know what pH was. I didn't know what a probiotic was. But um, your dad didn't have you on that shit? No, I didn't oh. talk to my dad about my, like, vagina. Oh. The weirdest question I get, too, is, like, is your dad your gynecologist? Oh, my, oh God. my God. God. Can you get
0: the fuck out of here? I'm like,
2: no. <laughs> no, he's not. <laughs> wow. My dad, though, is, like, very old school. Like, yeah. he, it just, like, I don't even remember my parents, like, having, like, a talk with me. <clears throat> like, I never, and then I went to, like, an Episcopalian old, like, private high school like nobody really like sex ed wasn't a thing like it just I never knew about this stuff I feel like ph it's like in science but not really as it like relates to your body yeah no I've only heard it like being talked about water and like the acidity
1: balance like i mean like coffee versus water or whatever yeah. but so like talk to us
2: about what that means in Yeah the i mean it's super vagina. confusing i think a lot of people know about ph levels when it comes to skin care but for me i just didn't know about like down there um so your ph level the ph level of vagina is 3.8 to 4.5 and your skin's mantle as actually has a ph of 5 um so most soaps on the market have a ph of 9 to 12 which to me is Kind of, it just doesn't really even make sense. Is
1: that because they were like marketed towards men, and men don't need to?
2: I don't really balance know. The pH as much. Maybe? I don't know. I think it's it so all wild. has to do with like ingredients. Um, a lot of ingredients that you know are in these soap bars and fun washes and all that stuff. You know it's not good for you. Mm. And that I kind of had to learn the hard way. So for me, um, after, you know, I was getting these infections, obviously the next step was going to my drugstore to go buy a product that would mm. cure me of this awful infection. Mm. And when I got there to the aisle, it was just like, mortifying. I was so confused. I was embarrassed. I didn't understand what anything did. I ended up buying a product that said it would cure me of the infection and it actually just kept giving me the infection. Are we talking yeast infection? I had a yeast infection. Yeah. Dude, I had vaginosis for a year. It's horrendous. A year. It's literally horrible. All
1: of the products Yeah, you're right. They feel very sterile.
2: They Medical, feel, yeah. You don't really know what they do. Like it doesn't... I, I don't know. Even just seeing the word like yeast I on used to get so many yeast infections that I would wake
0: up with my boyfriend at the time in high school and I would wake up at like two in the morning and I'd be like, oh my God, it's happening again. And he would wake up and drive me to CVS at two in the morning and I would just
2: load up. It never worked, but I would just try anything. It never anything. worked. Yeah, and that was the issue for me. And so, you know, I bought all these products. I basically tried everything on the market. There were a few good products, but the products that were good were so expensive. Mm-hmm. Even just like normal drugstore products that are meant to cure you of these yeast infections are expensive like it's crazy and it's also like gross you're sticking like a glue stick up you and then it's just (laughs) that's what it feels like you stick up this like this egg
0: pod and then it disintegrates in down your vagina for seven days For yeast infections. I mean, it's
2: literally repulsive. And then I started looking at the ingredients in those products. And after doing some quick, like, googling, like, literally, I'm not a scientist. I just use Google. Like, glycerin was um, an an ingredient in one of the products, and that's a sugar that may cause yeast infections for some women. So I'm like, okay, so these men who own these big companies have this monopoly over poor women who are just, you know, trying to get through their day without itching down there. And it's making
1: it worse. And it's making it worse. And prolonging it.
2: Fuck. Yeah. So,
1: okay, so you're having this aha moment. You, you know, we graduated from USC the same year, so fight on. We didn't pay our way in. We're not rowers. No. We're not rowers. (laughs) Um, But so how did you start? Like, how do you go from this idea to actually implementing and creating a product? Cause I'm sure, especially with, you know, handling sensitive areas, like this could have been a I mean, you must have done so much testing and it's probably a long process. Yeah,
2: it was a really long, weird process. So I obviously I didn't go to school for business. I had no business background and I knew that this was a white space because I knew it was products that I needed. And I always deep down kind of felt like Queen V would work. So I had a full time job. I actually really liked my job. I was working at CAA in the licensing department. So I was working on brands like Skinny Girl and Fabletics and randomly Cheesecake Factory. Um, So there I was kind of learning like how to build a brand and what, you know, makes a good founder. Um, And then in my free time, I would just write down ideas for products that I wish that I had had. So before work, after work, during my lunch break, I would just sit down, write it all out. And then my secret weapon is um, a website called ThomasNet. So you can literally just go online and Google like manufacturers that make a product. So bath bombs, right? You Google bath bombs, and then it shows you a list of 500 people who make bath bombs. And I would just cold call. That's sick. So
1: do you find that most of these factories are in the U.S. or are they offshore? So for me,
2: it was really important to have them in the U.S. Um, Obviously, there's manufacturers everywhere, but like it just felt safer in the U.S. I felt like I was in control. I could visit the manufacturers and just, I don't know, build a relationship. So I actually ended up finding a lot on the East Coast so that I could wake up really early. It would be 9 a.m. their time and they would answer my calls, and I mean, I cold called for months. They thought I was like a psycho. I was like, "Hi, like my name's Lauren. I'm 23 years old. I'm starting this <laughs> vagina company. Like, <laughs> all of it's better for you." Like, it was just ridiculous, and I got hung up on so many times. Like, left so many voicemails. N- nobody called me back. Um, and then there were a few that did call me back. And so those few who did, we slowly started just working on formulations. Um, a lot of these manufacturers are pros. And so I would, you know, come up with a list of ingredients that I didn't want in the products. And they would work with me on that. Um, and then my big break, I would say, came um, when my boyfriend, shout out to Oliver, like I do in every podcast. Otherwise shout out. He gets annoyed. Oh, God. <laughs> shout out. Um, He was having lunch with Andy Dunn, who's the former CEO of Bonobos, the men's clothing brand, which was acquired by Walmart. He's like bragging about his girlfriend, like starting this vagina company. And Andy was like, I think Walmart would be super into this. Can you have her fly to Bentonville?
1: And did you have a product at this point? No. Oh, oh my god! No, this is like a
2: book report. Oh, my god. <laughs> this was a book report. <laughs> you know what I mean? But you're just like, yeah, for sure. I have this company. Of course, to get over there. Yeah. And at the time, I didn't really know. I know this is going to sound like the most basic LA thing ever, but like I didn't really know what Walmart was. Yep. <laughs> we don't really have Walmart here. Like we have Target, <gasps> so I knew what Target was. We. I guess we really? never.
1: We never. So we grew up in San Diego. We never went to Walmart. There but is a Walmart it there. is Walmart <laughs>
2: Yes, there's a actually Walmart. I don't know where is the Walmart. There in is a Walmart. I, we just we didn't frequent the Walmart. We did not frequent the Walmart. But it is huge. But I didn't know. Yeah, and I'm so happy huge. I did not know how big Walmart was because right. I didn't. I, I think it's, I didn't, it's bigger than Target. Oh, oh, it's, oh, it's oh, like yeah, it's, it's like Amazon level. Yeah, like it it's is. Like, it's huge. huge. It's, it's huge. Huge. And so I was like, sure, I'll go to Arkansas. You know, no problem. i have never been to Arkansas. I'd never been to like. The Midwest is that even? Is that, I think it's in the Midwest. I think that's what it's. I don't know. Yeah, I, was, I don't know. <laughs> See, I don't, Central, Central Central. I don't know. America. Great. <laughs> you're like you're anything. like
0: I'm not. I'm not going under with you. <laughs> I'm not going under with you too. <laughs> Just gonna silence. Weird.
2: It's like above Texas diagonally to Great. the right. You you can. It's fly m- to it's Texas mid. and fly to Bentonville. Great Mid America. Mid America. Yeah. <laughs> So at the time, I I didn't even have packaging. I didn't even know what packaging was. I just had my manufacturers send me their stock bottles with the formulas that I wanted in them. I went to Kinkos, had them like wrap them in this like. And you hadn't like tested this, like n- like no, not really. My okay. manufacturers had all like given me formulas that they felt confident and okay. safe in. Okay, I wasn't like I wasn't, had like those really- ingredients had been tested before. Correct. So got got okay. I I wasn't like filling it with like hand sanitizer and water and essential oils so i mean the formulations weren't like fully developed but it was like the capabilities of the manufacturers got it um and then i put together a basically a book report of you know queen v our mission our standards it was like royalty and loyalty like really tacky just really like about me uh, like the product names and that was it so i flew to arkansas There were, like, ten women in the room, which was incredible. Wow. That's really cool. Ten women. And that speaks, I feel like, super highly of Walmart. So were these in a certain department or,
1: like, these are the executive heads or something?
2: I wasn't even sure. I was like, these are the buyers that are going to make the decision. And I didn't know, you know, at the time how much buying power these People had. Mm. So I get in the room and I say my spiel about being around vaginas my entire life <laughs> and how I had this goal of making feminine hygiene products accessible and affordable for all women while still being cute and destigmatizing the word vagina. And in the room, they picked up um, 11 products. Holy shit. What was the initial order? How many? So, it was 11 products in 4,100 doors. They have 4,700 doors. Where did you Where? get the cash? Oh, well, this is the fun part. So, 11 products, 4,100 doors, 100,000 units of every SKU. Oh, my <laughs> God. <laughs> and
1: you didn't even have, like, a
2: logo? Or, like, I don't know. Like, no, no. no. It was, like, wow. it was. Ta- I can show you the logo another time. It was, like, very tacky. And I said sure let's do it yeah what do you what else do you say so how did you so do that what ended up happening was it was november i want to say of 2017 they needed everything in their dcs um by march 2018 the set date was april and i had eight manufacturers for 11 products and for me you know i thought oh walmart will just send all their trucks to my manufacturers and then deliver them individually to 4100 stores like I mean, I knew nothing about any of this, and then I'm like, "Wait, how do I pay for a hundred thousand units of eleven products each?" It's over a million. Oh, I mean, it was like a lot of money. And so I look at my parents' bank account, I look at my bank account, I look at, you know, the season. It's no, it was like Thanksgiving. Then the holidays are coming up. No investors are taking meetings. They've already like closed their books. They're done investing. And luckily, my boyfriend, yet again, shout out to Oliver, um, had a company called Brandable, um, and he was selling products already to uh, Target, like a kids' crafting brand. Um, and he was backed by Lightspeed, so I met with Lightspeed. Um, Lightspeed is amazing; they're behind Girlboss and Goop and Honest Company. And we decided to just do a joint venture with Brandable. So Lightspeed backed the um, backed me, and and this happened yeah. like. Within the month, like within? Yeah. Oh, yeah. This was like quick. When did you quit your job? So I ended up, this was a really hard decision because, you know, they say, yeah, we want it, but it's not in writing. And I really loved my job. And so I ended up quitting in December of 2017. That's really fast. It was really quick. And I was able to find a replacement, which was amazing. And I just told my boss, you know, I'm not passionate about what I'm doing. And. I just went for it. And luckily, the Walmart POs came in in like the second week of January. So how did it do? So launching the brand itself was crazy. Mercury was in retrograde. (laughs) Um, And I'm a Virgo. so I'm I'm a Virgo too. Okay, love you then. We're probably the same person. So I'm like really (laughs) affected by Mercury being in retrograde. I'm always. Yeah, but you probably don't know. Oh, everything goes wrong for me. Oh, everything. I'm just fucked up in other
0: ways. I don't, I think I'm like <laughs> exempt to the Mercury in retrograde.
2: Oh, I, I'm I'm not. And Mercury's in retrograde right now too. So when I found street parking today, yes. I was like, Oh my God, <laughs> like, <laughs> the angels. So like everything that can go wrong, went wrong. Like I felt like I was being tested. I felt like someone just didn't want me to launch this brand. And I was like, it's so silly. Cause I'm just trying to do something good. Like, please just something go right. Um, so I ended up hiring someone to do logistics for me because turns out like all of your products have to go to a central dc and like it, it's just crazy and we were able to launch on time in full on april 16th 2018 at walmart um and within the first two weeks we just knew the brand was a hit yeah Fuck. that's so wild when
1: you launched at walmart though but did you do a simultaneous launch just um in
2: general like no, do you have because you didn't have e-com no yet. we didn't we didn't have e i didn't even think about a website like, wow, I so it was like you, you were thinking like this is going to be a Walmart exclusive brand. Yeah. And I think it was kind of implied as well. Like when I met with the buyers who I later found out are like the most powerful buyers in the world, which is crazy. Mm-hmm. I think, I, I think it, had I known they were so powerful, I would have been really nervous. And like, it's yeah, it's good to go in a little naive. Oh, um, yeah. Or a so lot of naive. naive. Yeah, yeah. I was like, hi, know, I'm yeah. Lauren. <laughs> like <laughs> buy my products. Valley girl at heart. It was crazy. <laughs> um, What was your
1: question? Did I answer it? Uh, yeah, I mean, just... because um, When did you get... When
2: did you build the brand beyond Walmart? Oh, right, right, right. right. So we finally launched and um, Instagram was always super important to us. We had an Instagram account going, um, which had like no followers, obviously. Um, and then we ended up kind of launching... I think it was like just through Shopify, like a little website. And it just wasn't our focus. And it's funny because two years later, it's now our focus. Like it took me honestly two years to focus because I think once we launched and saw the momentum at Walmart, we were like, okay, what's next? Like we have to be first. Um, because when I started pitching Queen V, there were no other feminine hygiene, fem wellness, self-care lines. There were like one or two. Most of them were doing, you know, pads and tampons. Nobody was really doing the cleansers and treatments and wipes and lubes. Um, and then as soon as we launched, we really saw people just like Going after us, yeah. it was crazy. Yeah, I mean, I can think. I mean, I think of like
1: Low Bosworth's yes. brand, Love Wellness. That I mean, that must have been after you.
2: um Maybe Actually, no, I had tried her. I had tried her products, and they were great products. Mm-hmm. It was just really expensive at the mm-hmm. time, and it was only D to C, and it just wasn't super convenient for me. It wasn't exactly what I was looking for in a brand. Um, What's your price point, so everyone can know? Yeah, so everything's super affordable. If you're shopping at Walmart, everything's under twelve ninety nine. Oh wow, mm-hmm. that's incredible. Which is I I. I think it's incredible. I mean, not everyone can pay, you know, $35 for a vaginal wash, nor should women have to do that.
1: Yeah, that's ridiculous. Um, Wait, so then how did you, because I know you're in Target, right? Yeah. Okay, and Sephora's uh, uh, internationally. Yeah. So how did that expansion start happening? Did you, that was the next step to do e-commerce and like actually create a a home brand for yourself? No, I mean,
2: we've kind of gone the opposite of every other brand, which I think is... Yeah, don't you start with e-com and then go yeah, to retail? Yeah, and I think a lot of e-com brands are struggling now because it, the cost to acquire a customer is insane. Mm, and so point. I got kind of lucky where it's like free advertising being at Walmart. Like yeah. I'm on the shelf and now 4,700 doors. People are walking by seeing it and then they're Googling it and going to my website. Um that's so, so true. Our I never, strat- about that. And I, never th- I never thought about yeah. it either. But like my strategy was never e-com and then go out to the mass market. It was always I want products that are accessible and affordable. So how do I do that? I hit mass market really hard. Would you say that the cost to acquire a customer on the e-com
0: side is equivalent to the amount you have to give up on the retail side? Therefore, which one is more worth it? <laughs>
1: e equals MC squared. Um do you mean like giving up on the retail side because, so when you, when because we, you're losing control of how the brand no, looks? No, no. no. When oh. you
0: when you sell to retail, Walmart has to make a fraction, right? Sure. So you don't you're make you don't make the twelve ninety nine. But yeah. if you do e comm, you make the twelve ninety nine, but there's the customer acquisition and cost.
2: The shipping so cost. Which and
0: the shipping cost. So which one do you make the most money off really at the end of the day? For me it's retail. Yeah, I was That's gonna say, very, probably Walmart. No, you, yeah, I know, but that's not historically what a lot of brands
2: say, which is interesting. It's super interesting and I I mean it's the volume we do at Walmart. Um it's insane. Like we just it, I mean my business is like 60% Walmart. I wish it was kind of like 50% retail, 50% e-com. That's like a considered a healthy business or like 30% e-com, but like for us it's just it's not there yet. And I think it's just because millennials and Gen Z they're still shopping they're still in the store they're still you know buying products and they want to touch it and feel it and I think that's kind of been the recipe to our success so after Walmart um, free people and urban outfitters reached out to us which if you would ask me like years ago what are your dream retailers like free people urban outfitters and Sephora and so that was really cool and then that's really cool that they had the foresight to bring in a
1: like sanitary brand yes. or like a brand that's not, I know that they do makeup and or, or they do skincare, especially yeah. urban, but that's so cool then to bring that. They
2: supported the brand in like in an insane way. I mean, yeah. they, they branded it as like self care, which or self love. One of the two, which is huge for a retailer. But then also we were defying like retail one oh one because we're sitting at Walmart, but we're also at specialty retailers, like yeah. urban outfitters and free people. Yeah, that's, that's so rare. So rare. And then after that, I mean, I just, that entire year was travel. I went to Rite Aid and Target and CVS, and I really just locked in all of my accounts because I knew that competition was coming for me, and I didn't want them to get the shelf space first. So that's kind of what I've been doing. Because it's kind of true. I don't
1: see, like, a lot of these feminine um, health brands, especially vaginal health, I don't really see them at... Um, like drugstores or like a Walmart or a Target like yeah. I mean I just see them being a little more boutique or like like trendy is not the right word but just like more well, like unless you're talking about the generic ragicil. I'm just no I'm thinking of like more this like direct to consumer model yeah. like very millennial like we're focusing just on that and I think I mean I, you think that people are now trying to tap into like the Walmarts and I mean
2: I think they've seen the
1: success, success of Queenie and they're yeah. just
2: like oh crap yeah. like, we need to catch up but at the same time too like these other brands have kind of gotten themselves in trouble a bit because their whole marketing technique is like we're not a drugstore product sure. like drugstore products are bad for you and we're better for you than that and it's like Come on. Like a body wash really is 90% water. You're really going to charge someone $30 for a vaginal (laughs) wash? Like that is not fair. That's not okay. It's about
1: being accessible. It's not necessarily about. Well, we all
2: have vaginas and and we all have to keep them clean. I I hate the angle when people are like, well, women support women. And it's like, if you really support women, then you should make your products as affordable as possible. Because we need them. We need them. So I love that. Yeah.
1: Um, Okay. So you
2: are a young CEO. I am. You are. How big is your team? My team is like, it depends. It's like eight people. Okay. That's. Yeah. And I try to keep it all women too, which is something important to me. Um, But yeah, we have a sales team and we have, you know, two people in operations and marketing Mm -hmm. and designers. It's, it's pretty big. So what are you like as a leader? hmm (laughs) i actually think my least favorite part of the job is managing people and i don't know if it's because i just don't have that much experience or if it's because i'm 26 and i'm working with you know other women who are my age and it just you know it's inevitable you want to be friends with people that you work with and like as the boss you can't really be someone's friend because then it's really hard to tell someone like what to do right and give them direction. So you guys have caught me at a very interesting point because I actually just hired a brand director for Queen V who's kind of taking over all of the business side. So I kind of, you know, Queen V just got to this point where we're really big now and we have a lot of retailers and I do not have a business degree. And I kind of felt like I was like holding the business back. It was, it's like a very weird kind of like self-reflection type of feelings so now I'm really just you know marketing face founder heart and soul of the brand and face of it yeah face I mean yeah face it's so funny too because in college I majored in print journalism I never did broadcast because I never wanted to be on camera it was just like not my thing and now it's like very required of me I don't know I just think it comes very full circle so you almost feel, it, it's almost, and I, I, I don't want to say this and,
0: and make it be offensive, it's so cool, it's almost like you were an accidental entrepreneur, right? Like, you you had an idea, but it wasn't like, here's my business plan, I'm starting this business, like, all of a sudden you got
2: an opportunity and you just ran with it, right? Yeah, a um, 100%, and I would say, like, manifestation, if I can, like... Contribute to anyone's lives who are listening to this podcast. Like, manifestation is real. I always say I manifested this entire company. Um, You know, going back to the Sephora of it all, I like Sephora, of course, was one of my dream retailers as well. And I said in my head, you know, this for Sephora will never happen. I'm in Walmart. Like, we are a Walmart mass market brand. We are not a Sephora brand. And, you know, I always had it in the back of my head. And then, randomly, you know, last year we got reached out to by Sephora internationally and they wanted to launch the brand. And it's just crazy, like, the power of manifestation, just seeing, like, I knew this was going to work. You have to see something working, and it it happens. And it's really hard because there's a lot of distractions. You know, you could see it, I had to stop. Like, I don't look at competitors anymore. It got just so dangerous. I stay in my own lane. Um, but you don't want things to distract you from your manifestation. The second you stop manifesting, it's like, it's it's bad and you can for me i can only manifest on like one thing at a time so what what does that look like for you like
1: is it like in the mornings you kind of meditate on it or what what is it in
2: practice i don't know i mean i don't i'm not a meditator i just <laughs> i'm so fidgety i can't <laughs> even do yoga it's like so boring um it's just like while you're at work or if you're feeling discouraged um, Or if you're dealing with a fire, you just have to kind of see like the bigger picture. And I feel like a lot of the times founders and people in general can get so focused on like the day to day of like, oh, I'm so stressed. I have like this coming up or like this. But like you kind of have to think long term and say like, where do I want to see myself and my brand? Like two years from now, three years from now, not so much like what's happening tomorrow. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. I might sound crazy. No, No, I mean, mean, Scout's a big manifester. Yeah,
0: I'm a big... I mean, I even manifest so much naturally without even knowing I'm manifesting that I'll cry in my car because I manifest... Like, I'm just dreaming of... They say to truly manifest, you have to feel it in your bone that it's true. And so, like, I... Like, for example, like, one of my biggest dreams is to write a book, right? And so I will be driving and I'm not telling myself to do it, but all of a sudden I'll, like go through this whole daydream where I get an email and I'm on the New York Times bestseller list and, like, dad calls me and my husband calls me and, like, I'm crying in the car out of happiness because I got there. And, like, that's such a crazy way to manifest. And also, in a way, like, if I never get there, that's fine because I actually felt what it felt like to get there because I was manifesting so intensely. Ooh, okay, maybe I do manifest. I didn't know that was what it was. Yeah, You just, like, feel it. Like, you just no like i
2: won't let like we have another launch coming up come like soon and people there i mean there's so many problems with it and i'm like oh if there's problems it's probably going to be good because you know we have to deal with a lot but like everyone's like it might work it might not work but in my head like i see it working it is Mm -hmm. literally going to work Mm -hmm. nobody is going to say otherwise it is going to work
0: not only that not only it is going to work it, it is working, or like it. It, it is yeah. working. Whoa. You're supposed to say it a lot in the present, it's the present, as if it's happening to you right now. I love that. It's It'll like, change it's your just life. Like confidence. It's yeah. just This yeah. And then if you have that confidence, think about how you're going to go into go your day. To it, yeah. You're going to go into your day like fuck yeah, let's like, get this, this done. It's already happened. It's already like, happened. This, like, yeah. We got it. We got it. That's but so unless true. going into it and like, oh my god, is this going to fail? Is this going to fail? Like your your go- all your energy of that day is not in line with a positive outcome.
2: Wow. Yeah, and I think going back to to like managing a team, I've learned really that it's all about energy. So you come into the office and you're upset, or something bad happened to you, or your parents are having drama, or whatever, and you bring that onto your team, they're going to be down. But if you come in and you've manifested and you know you believe in something, they believe too, and it's it's very powerful. I mean, it's it's completely true.
1: I mean, I I feel that on a daily basis. It, it, it unfortunately, I think manifesting
0: has been branded as something a little bit more woo woo than mm-hmm. than what what it really I think is. I had a
1: misconception of yeah. what it was. Yeah,
0: manifesting is so powerful, and you can manifest bad
1: things too. Like it's a little bit of like fake it till you make. It, mm-hmm. You know, it's oh, just 100%. like a real like I believe that this is what it's, it's taking
0: going on the attitude of a winner before you've won. Woo-hoo! Well, yeah. This so is this from Gary B?
1: No, it's from my oh. fucking brain. <laughs> <laughs> I
0: love
1: it. Okay, I want to talk about all the products. Yes. Um, so we got some, and obviously we're obsessed with I need to send you more. This one. So, yeah. Which this one? one is
0: that one? The pH Bounce deodorizing rose water spray. Okay, I have a question. Yes. Um. <laughs> this is kind of embarrassing. Nothing is TMI. Um. I mean, it might be. No. So a lot of my girlfriends will be like, we'll be sitting, and they're like, I think my vagina smells, <laughs> but... I can't smell their vagina, but they think their vagina smells. And sometimes I'll be sitting and I'll be like, I think my vagina smells. And I'll tell my girlfriend, but like she can't smell it. So are we really sensitive to our own smell?
2: Yeah. Like really sensitive. Yeah.
0: yeah. So this is I amazing. mean, I know the when spritzer. I am
2: not fresh down there. Yeah. Like I, I, am very well aware of it. Yeah. The spritzer is amazing, especially for people, humans with vaginas just like mm. on the go. Yeah, I love your uh, language, how you say humans with vaginas. Yeah. It's important. It's I mean, great. You I know, love that. Two years ago, I don't think I would have thought of that, but y- we have to be very respectful. Yeah. And not everyone with a vagina Is identifies a as a female. Yeah. 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 And totally. so I think that's why the word like feminine, too, sure. kind of trips you I'm just to. trying to be better so yeah. humans oh, with vaginas that. yeah um, there we go that. I love it yeah but the spritzer is one of our best-selling products this for me I created it because I would wake up in the morning and put that Mario Badescu rose water yes. spray on my face and feel so good and I was like I wish I had this for my vagina so that's when the spritzer wow. was this is my one. favorite it's this TSA is- friendly too so that's great that's incredible. Oh yeah, two fluid, two fluid ounces. Oh right, right, right. I feel like you guys would have seen this movie. Do you remember the movie with Amy Schumer and Goldie Hawn? Yes, Snatched or Taken. Yes. And, okay, so you know the scene when she like sees a hot guy at the bar and she's like, "Oh my God, we're gonna hook up!" Like yeah. runs to the bathroom and like puts her leg up on the sink and is like using soap yes. and like wash. I, the spritzer. That's all she needed.
0: Oh, that is all. That would be a good product placement. Yeah. Fuck. I hope that's
2: there's a sequel. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> take just, it you in. just send all the coin am like please use this
1: <laughs> instead of the gross soap from the bathroom oh my god i love that okay but there was one product in particular that we didn't get but we we're i mean scout and i need to get the live in libido Loca. yes this so- went viral on
2: tiktok
1: Ah! Okay, it went viral on tiktok really well lord and i did some tiktok dances the other year, shabbat which I'm was so
2: good <laughs> we looked insane Oh wait
1: what do you good. mean like queen v has a tiktok okay or queen v
2: has a tiktok i wish it went viral on a on the queen v tiktok i'm not else? plugging the queen v tiktok because we have posted nothing okay. because i just cannot come up with a concept so if anyone does have a concept please uh, yeah. let me know it's hard as a brand to come up with stuff yeah And just, like, do I do, like, the dance dance with the Switzer? No. (laughs) (laughs) So a girl went to Walmart, bought Live and Libido Loca, and brought it back to all of her friends, and they decided to, like, take it before they went out one night. And it got 3.1 million views on TikTok. But what was the result? Were they all, like, having an orgy together? No, no, no. They just, like, went to the club, and they were, like, part two coming soon. And then, like, the part two wasn't, like, it was just boring. Yeah. They, like, Huh.
0: Yeah. Oh my but gosh. Could you see the brand name? Yeah. And oh, they that's said awesome. we just
2: found this brand Queen V at Walmart. And I was like, I couldn't have paid for this. Wow. That's amazing. I know. That's amazing. So talk to me what is it? And I will get you live in libido local. Yeah. What does it do? Because yeah. we
1: need help in the libido section. Yeah.
2: So I mean a lot of women, humans with vaginas have issues with libido. I mean, it's just I mean the times we're living in are so stressful. Everyone has so much anxiety. People are on antidepressants as you get older. Just everything affects your libido. So it's nothing to be ashamed of. Um so we created Live and Libido Loca. It's like the cutest bottle ever and it basically just helps increase um blood flow which helps with energy. That's literally all it is and it's mm. amazing.
0: Mm-hmm. Do you take it? How long
2: in advance do you have to take like it? Like
0: an hour before okay. fun
2: time. Okay, so you
1: don't want to do it like every day no. to like build up. It's like no, no for no. the
2: time. Yeah, got Ooh, it. I love that. I Ooh, mean, if you're this. having sex every day, you can take it every day. But I don't know. Yeah, who's lucky enough to yes. do that?
0: <laughs> that would be a marathon.
1: That would be fucking it's a marathon great TikTok.
2: Yeah. <laughs> day, day one, day, one.
1: Live day, live one. day forty-seven. <laughs> I love it Okay so how many Products do you Have in total Because you have Different like yeah. Um, Lines yeah. yeah oh I should Explain that Yeah so
2: what we Basically did with Queen V I was so Confused when I was In the Fem High Set I was like This has there's Got to be a better Way so we broke Feminine hygiene Down into three Steps so step one Is maintaining your V maintaining your V is all about Keeping everything Clean and you know These are like your Everyday go-to Products um, and these Are blue products Step two is Healing your V so When something goes Wrong like a UTI Yeast infection Chafing how do You fix it these Are our green products and then step three is enjoying your v so these are our fun products like live in libido loca um and those are our pink products that's yes. so and that's rad. where the lube comes in psa lube you oprah's favorite lube she's used no. my lube yes oh yeah yes. now yes. you can just die you know yes. i'm yes. not telling when you to die you but that's amazing that. yes yeah. Yes. When did she say In, that? In like an article, <gasps> they like Oprah Magazine came out of it. I was like, yes, this is gold. Oprah's name? what is the lube made out of? Aloe based. It's amazing. I got okay. I literally have to get you guys more products. This is sad. No,
1: but no, but no. This, this is, is amazing. This is like the we core, wanted to though. put all
2: of our products out so we this could is look like, at them all. I know our most recent PR box. I um, love it though. Yeah, and then oh you guys have gosh. our swipe right wipes. We have two essential oil sprays, which this do really well for smells, us. This smells like so, honestly.
0: ridiculous. Re- this one, Royal Pain? Royal Pain, smells yeah.
1: Smells
2: ridiculously it's good. It's good. So
1: this goes on your stomach for like menstrual crisps, but yeah. can you just use it?
0: Yeah, so I use it on my
2: head as well, like oh. on the temples of my forehead mm. when like people at work are annoying me. <laughs> like, <laughs> I can't. <laughs> Royal Pain. Yeah, that's amazing. Royal Pain. Um, and then Itch it. Don't Kill My Vibe is for um, vaginal itching. Everything's for external use only, um, but it's great for, you know, post-shave, post-wax. That's, I was just going to say yeah uh, something for shave. something
1: for post holy shit itchy yeah yeah okay, i'm gonna sure. i'm i need all, these are incredible so talk to us about like what's next yeah or we have exciting
2: things coming up I, I i wish i could say more i wish i could spill the tea yeah you can tell us after yeah <laughs> i mean i'm gonna have you guys on my podcast so obviously yes! maybe we'll re- release it then um but obviously just you know continuing to expand our retail presence mm-hmm. growing our e-com business social media just continuing to destigmatize the word vagina and women's health in general. Yes, uh, amen. That doesn't have to be so scary. It can be fun. I love your packaging where
1: it says, "I dare you to say, say vagina." vagina. I dare you? It's incredible. I say vagina all the time. <gasps> I know, but it's it still. I just has... like that's like
0: it's not like a weird word for me. For some reason, when I say penis, I feel more aware of the fact that I'm saying penis. But when because I say you don't
2: have one. no, I know. But when I say vagina, it's just like a word for me. Yeah, I mean, a few years for ago, for me, for me, for yeah. other people,
0: like maybe not.
2: Yeah. I mean, I feel like, uh, especially like in Los Angeles, I feel like people are more comfortable talking Mm -hmm. about it. I've kind of just become like desensitized to it, which is kind of crazy. Um, But I think more people need to just say the word. I mean, the more we talk about these issues, the less taboo they become. That's kind of like the whole goal behind Queen V. I mean, we're not trying to like shove products down your throat. It's more about just the education behind it. And I mean, we recently partnered with an organization called Bright Pink, which basically just helps women and men assess their risk for both breast and ovarian cancer, which is something super important to me. So it's all just education, you know. I love that. I love
1: that.
0: You're amazing.
2: Okay. No, you were amazing. I I know. Thank you for
0: coming. Guys, so fun. So
2: fun. Let
0: everybody know where
2: they can find Queen V
0: at walmart no i'm just kidding
2: <laughs> uh, check out queenvlife.com we're literally everywhere walmart target right aid cvs free people urban outfitters if you live in korea we're in sephora if you live in australia oh that's what th- we are launching at sephora um in australia and new zealand in march nice that's exciting oh that's an announcement God. that's Woo! exciting exclusive okay sis, exclusive at okay sis. <laughs> <laughs> um and then our instagram handles at queenvlife and i'm at low Yay! Amazing. And you can find us at OKSIS
0: OK
3: Podcast. Thanks, sisters. Ah, mm, The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne.